Hello everyone and welcome to another Movie City podcast. Before we begin, don't forget to join our Discord server and follow us on all of our social media. I'm Alex. I'm Alexis. I'm Sakis. I'm George. And I'm John and today is May the 4th aka Star Wars Day and it's also the premiere of the new original Disney Plus series Star Wars The Bad Bats. And we are going to celebrate this special day by talking a little bit about when we first met the Bad Bats on Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 7 Episode 1 through 4, The Bad Bats Arc. The arc contains the episodes The Bad Bats and Distant Echo on the wings of Kiradax and Unfinished Business. The episodes are directed by various directors, but starring Dee Bradley Baker and Matt Lanther. So this is kind of a, you know, a special occasion uh, podcast, so we're not counting it on the you know, uh, season episodes. It's just, you know, like a one-time special. Uh, and we're probably not going to do Star Wars again anytime soon. So that's it about that. That's so, no. 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 I hope, we do, I hope we do Star Wars, like, often. So, yeah. I don't know what we're going to do. So scratch that. So, guys, what did you think about the arc this time? You know, it's not a movie. Uh, to start things off, this arc was a safe choice for readers. Because this arc is uh, based around a uh, clone force we have never seen before. As we know from the sharks, uh, the clone arcs are always great. Everyone enjoys it. And, and let's not forget that uh, there was uh, a great anticipation for the final season because uh, it was postponed for like five years. Yeah, it was around six years. I think it was 2014. Years, exactly 60 years, exactly 60 yeah. years. Yeah. So they didn't want to be risky and try a dry dark or something like that. Yeah, and it was one of the smallest seasons, so you had to, in my opinion, you had to have something interesting in those few episodes, not wasting them on a filler or something. Something important to either uh, develop a character or, you know, and introduce something new because... That's the main point of the Bad Bats arc, introducing those characters, leading to uh, the series. Um, since we're talking about season seven, I think I must say that personally, I liked the Bad Bats arc, but the arc after that, the one with Ahsoka, like, I think what they were trying to do on season seven is like hit us on nostalgia, like, We see Ahsoka, we see Echo, and then we have the last four episodes, which are like one of the best arcs. So, yeah. I, uh, it's not my favorite season, personally. It's uh, season five, but uh, season seven, I get what you're saying here as on nostalgia, but although I have uh, pro- uh, some problems with the Bad Batch arc and some uh, even bigger ones with uh, the Ahsoka arc, the How's it called? Like Marte's sister's arc? I, Marte's I don't know. Sister. You know, the, yeah, the, the second, the second the season seven arc. Although I have a problem with those, I did enjoy them. So, you know, the trick with nostalgia, because you hadn't seen Ahsoka in such a long time. And yeah, it, because, it you know, Ahsoka is in season six. You know, Ahsoka <laughs> was missing seasons, since season five. The nostalgia actually worked on me. Yeah, the nostalgia, because, like, in my opinion, that arc 
is not good. I have to be honest. Like, although we have Ahsoka, I think if it wasn't for Ahsoka, this would be one of the worst arcs. Alright, yeah, I, I can see what you're saying. I think it should have been an episode shorter. There is one episode that is that is a complete waste of waste of your time and even rewatching the season. But I enjoyed the because of Ahsoka and I don't find it so bad uh, as much as some other Star Wars arcs and something some things in uh, you know rebels. Uh, uh, let's not get carried away. We are talking about the Bad Batch rule. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. But, uh, you know, just mentioning. Although, I must agree with uh, what uh, Alex said before. Siege of Mandalore, one of the best things in the entire Star Wars franchise, not just the Clone Wars. I think most of us agree with that. Yeah. Uh, probably. It was a masterpiece. <laughs> okay, so, about Bad Batch. I think it's the first time, like, after a long time, that I enjoy seeing new characters. And also, these characters are very, like, fun favorite characters, I must say. Um, And in my point of view, like, from my point of view, it was a really good arc. I enjoyed it a lot. And I think that the how long was it? Like eighty minutes? It was four episodes. These eighty, like 90 80, minutes, uh, yeah, 90, 90 minutes, minutes or whatever. They were great. They were very enjoyable. And yeah, I think that's why they're making a bad bad, uh, like a bad bad series now. And because of like how like much we all care about clones. So yeah. And I think the reason why the arc worked is because it was a whole new concept. It was uh, new clones with special abilities, and working with regular clones was something fresh, something never seen before. And it was interesting uh, following their uh, mission, the uh, then their mission, because they at first they wouldn't uh, be able to communicate and work together, but at the very end, they expected and at the end of the day, completed their mission with, with precision. One thing that I must say I really liked about this arc is how we see um, Rex develop. And like, it's been so long since I watched Clone Wars. I don't exactly remember, but I think it's one of the very few times that we see that clones care about their brothers so much. And especially, like, the connection between Echo and Rex is so, like, big. And, yeah, I think it's something very nice to see them, like, reunite and how much Rex is trying to help him. So, I don't exactly agree with what you said. I think a lot of times we see clones care about their brothers. And uh, I want to give uh, an example that is, you know, relevant to what we're talking about, Echo. Uh, Citadel is an amazing arc. I love Citadel. And uh, his death, still, even though I know he's alive, still remains very emotional because of um, the other's uh, reaction. 
the squad's reaction, the thing that uh, the Drex cares a lot about them. And uh, in this arc, uh, it starts with uh, Rex looking at the uh, old uh, picture that they all had together and talking about how many clones uh, we've lost along the four years of the war. And looking back to all seven seasons of uh, this amazing show, I realized, yes, every time a clone died, I cared because the characters cared and that is something really special because not every day you see tv shows and movies and franchises not even in star wars you know the besides the clones you don't see normal troopers and actually care about them like let's say the rebels besides rogue one which like introduced us and stuff in the original trilogy do we actually care about random rebels dying as much as we do about the clones? No. That's one of the many things that the Clone Wars has achieved. And that's, you know, the special that is about, you know, the that um, that army in that uh, in uh, the that Star Wars era. I really like that. And with all the, the powerful emotions. That. You wanted to say something, Alex? Yeah, I think that you're right. Yeah. I totally feel that, and I think everyone feels the same. But what I meant was that we don't see them like showing their emotions by their actions very often. It was like, yeah, of course, everyone cared when clones died. And that's something that Rebels as a series wasn't able to succeed on. Yes. Um, Although I like Rebels, yes. That's yeah. True. It's not the same because, like, it's a complete different story. Um, but let's not talk about rebels. Uh, yeah, so about another, Clone Wars again. I think, yeah, I get what you're saying. And every time a clone died, everyone cared, and everyone was upset and sad. And but I, I think it was the one of the very few times that we see clones, like acting in a way like of caring about each other and that's because echo and rex are so close to each other yeah everyone at the squad they were close yeah no, they were they were everyone this is uh this is one of the fact the one of the facts that i think makes Order 66, such a tragic event. The fact that they cared so much about each other and so much about, uh, you know, besides the clones, about the Jedi. And this is something, you know, the uh, Rex, Ahsoka, Anakin perspective shows really well. And in here uh, as well. Because, you know, the clones were after Palpatine uh, comes in charge. We know that he just throw them away when he got stormtroopers i think we will see why soon yeah i this think is that's really interesting that i want the bad batch to explore i think that's what barbats is going to do like i a theory that i have is that because of bad bats um palpatine was forced to do that probably bad bats did something like how can i say that did a lot of damage to the new empire 
Yeah. I don't so, think yeah. they have chips. You know, the control chips that uh, uh, normal clones have. Inhibitor chips. Yeah, I think it's... Since they're different, and we know that, I think once in the like in the arc it's mentioned that they are... How did they say that? Um, um, malfunctioning clones. Yeah. Errors they, to the system. Yeah, no. so that means that means that probably they don't have chips. So yeah, I think that's I something actually, very interesting. No. Because I, I we've seen that it's like hard a... to remove them on your own. Only Ahsoka yeah. removed it from Rex. So uh, something I really enjoy in the Clone Wars that I wanted to mention is, you know, those little messages that there is at the beginning. You know, it kind of gives you a brief idea of what they're trying to say through that episode and what Filoni has thought of as a general message. And uh, something really, the one I really liked is the second one from the second episode, the Distant Echo, uh, where it says that the search for truth begins with belief. And I like that. So, yeah, that's something I personally believe because I believe that uh, you don't have to see with your own eyes something to believe in it. And uh, that's the thing with fate. And I can mention a few examples, but uh, that's not the time because, you know, uh, we're going to get out of subject. But it's a real nice message, a real nice message. And it's very well um, shown through Rex in which he believes that Echo is alive and he, he, he sees the facts. He sees that, yes, uh, it was uh, Echo's code. And he tells Anakin that if I'm wrong, I'm going to take responsibility. But I really believe that my friend is alive. He doesn't have legitimate facts about that. He just believes he has faith in that. And he hopes. What do you mean he doesn't have? What do you mean he doesn't have facts? He has the code, but uh, you know, text well, says that fact. it could be wrong. That... No, that's a fact. That's he a sign. No, 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 Tech. that's not a sign. He knew it. He knew it from the beginning, but he he wanted to be like mentally prepared if like this whole thing was a trap. He knew that most probably he was alive. I don't think so. I think he wants, he believes in that because he has a sign, and a sign is enough for him to believe that it's he's not, alive. It's not just a sign. I think it's more than but that. Tech, Tech, which, which is an expert to that. We've seen that multiple times throughout the four episodes, and we're going to see it again at the, you know, the series. He knows what he's doing. He's an expert, and he says what? there is a big possibility that this is wrong. That Echo is not alive. And yeah, he of course. To believe, he chooses to believe that his friend's alive. He has mm, faith. I disagree with that. Okay. Even Anakin didn't believe that he was alive, but he wanted to be there for his friend, and he basically told him that uh, if that wasn't the case, if Echo was dead, then he had to be prepared for the worst. Yeah. But okay, he wanted so... to prepare him, but I think look, when Rex spoke with Echo I think he was very confident that he was alive but as I said, he was preparing mentally 
that he might be dead. He, look, we knew, or basically we thought that he was dead, okay? It wouldn't be such a big difference for X, from my perspective. So I don't think that the Separatists would make such a move. It couldn't be a trap. So yeah, that's, that's how I see it. All right. So, if you don't want to say uh, anything else about that, I wanted to say the quote from the first episode, which is also really, really good, in my opinion. Uh, the first quote is, Embracing others for their differences, for that makes you whole. And I think that here, Star Wars is making an interesting move in touching the subject of not exactly uh, racism, but that, you know, that there is a stereotype that because there are, you know, malfunctioning clones, and uh, that they're not going to do their jobs well. But it appears that because they're different from the others, because they have that, uh, not exactly error, but, you know, uh, uniqueness they are the more effective and uh, that's something really meaningful that's something really good and I think that uh, TV shows and movies in general should try to approach those kind of subjects and I really like that we're seeing something like that in Star Wars in which case I can't think of anything else uh, like no. that in this, no, besides 99, yes, 99. Yeah, 99, but the thing is, we see that clones may, like, some clones may not be like others, but they're still functional. Because don't forget, clones are created by someone. And they're still functional. Even 99, who was, like, a very exceptional clone, not like others, was functional. And in that case, could you say it's luck? Yeah, most probably, in my opinion. The four of the the four members of the Bat Pats were different, but in a way that they were better than others. It's the exact opposite than 99. But 99 at the end becomes a soldier. And he risks his life for like a cause, like helping his brothers. That was his cause. That's what I think. I don't think that waste his life. Uh, no, no, no waste. Uh, he loses his life. Dies. Uh, come on, yeah, same thing. He doesn't risk his life. He no, he he life. lost his life at the end. Yeah. He died. He risked his life, and then he lost. Yeah. Also, since we mentioned that, uh, Rex also says it, uh, Clone Force 99, wonderful touch. I don't think it's from that. Not from that, it's from that, it's from that. Uh, it's 100%. from that, yeah, 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 but that's for us. It's not like, it doesn't... No, it's a... It's like a fun, it's, it's, like, it's like a fun fact thing. Like it's, it's for the no, fun base, it's, it's not, not for anyone the else. The Bad Bats selected to be called Clone Wars 99 to honor... No, they call uh, themselves the Bad Bats. I don't think they would select 
to call them 99s yes, and then but uh, Rex says has been confirmed you can google it that uh, they are being called clone force 99 you know for the typical you know course, for the but i think they because of 99. that because of like yeah but okay yeah it's so, also within the concept you know within the world but so yeah, a nice touch. That's what I'm saying. Because 99, amazing character. Love him. So again, I said that they're trying to hit on on nostalgia and they succeed. Um, we see... Like... We even see Cody and Rex together after a while. And we may see them was... together for a bit. But we see how different they are. But it's again nostalgia because we haven't seen them since a long time working together. True. I at first I thought it was you know kind of a waste that you have Cody leaving in like the first episode. No, but... no. Again, I think Rex. He might not be like the bad bats, but I think he's more special than others. Of course, he of can, course, we love he Rex. Can, he, besides that, he can adapt. He can adapt, and Cody couldn't do that. And I think, again, that's something that I, that's a conclusion that I have based on the movies, basically, most of the movies. Um, so in Revenge of the Sea, Cody, like, actually tried to kill everyone. Yeah. Uh, he's not, he doesn't have emotions in a way. No, no, I, I don't agree he with that. He was only soldier, you know, he yeah. was older. We've yeah, seen he, Cody having emotions. Not, We've seen Cody yeah, but, caring for everyone. But was he, it actually he wasn't lacking he, he wasn't lacking enough to be able to remove his chip. But he yeah, didn't well, he didn't try Rex to stop didn't himself. Also... Rex, you see Rex Cody... he's trying to to yeah. to kill Ahsoka. He's trying to hold himself. Cody just right. ordered them to fire at yeah. Obi Wan no hesitation. Uh, Cody was like a bit cold bloody that they seen. Like I didn't expect that. I wouldn't expect that if I've seen the Clone Wars beforehand. Before Events of the Seed. But Yeah. But before Clone Wars the Clone Wars you didn't know the emotions that the clones could have or how they would react to different situations because you just knew that they exist and they fight and that's all. They just follow orders, and more than Order 66 was just another order that they didn't care about the Jedi. Or the... you don't that have to blame a... them for that. It's like they're clones again. It's what yeah, they I have know. to do. You know, and the uh... thing that you, before the show you didn't know how many would react like Rex and not and other clones. Wait, not many reacted like Rex. Only Rex, only Rex. We've seen reacting. Yeah, many like Rex, and I think there's one I... more that knew he had a chip or something. Okay, two out like of so many. That's yeah. In season yeah, but six, again, uh, Rex one saved... finds out. But... Yeah, but saves uh, the. Who did yeah, find out? Um, I forgot his name. Yeah. Ah, and... uh, uh, yeah. Let's not talk about fives. 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 Yeah. Fives. Yeah. But again, I have to say that it's not. Rex was an exception. That's what I mean. I I think Rex was the uh, actually the only one who 
who had emotions and feelings, actual feelings for others. So that's why he didn't follow Order 66 immediately. I disagree with that. But uh, let, let me tell you, give, give me a minute. Um, this is one of those weird situations when you have to face making a prequel to something. Revenge of the Sith was uh, released way before it was decided that the clones had ships and they were even connected to the Jedi. You know, uh, yeah, no. or look at the, the Clone Wars. So when you're making a TV show that constantly develops those characters, you always have uh, the prequel movies that didn't have that development. And that's not something I blame on prequels. You know, it's it's something you can't control. It's, you know, in the nature that they've decided to develop Star Wars, you know, not all the way continue the timeline but interfering uh within parts that it's doesn't make sense one of those weird wait but... uh, listen to me so okay i get it about cody cody like if clone wars like happened before events of the sea actually like was on tv before events of the sea yeah, yeah and then i would I would actually like say that what you're saying makes sense. But again, that's only about Cody. So now look to the rest of like the clones. When Anakin. no 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 to the rest of the clones, not Anakin. To the rest of the clones, when they see Rex helping Ahsoka, they don't even care about Rex. It's fine, yeah, they it's it's normal. Rex was closer to Ahsoka than others, but Rex, these were his brothers. You see what I'm saying? Rex is different than the other clones. That's that's what I think. All right, I get I get if you're trying to say that Rex had like a deeper emotional uh, control, but I still think the other clones, especially on the um, on the squad cared us uh, a lot and i think that's really well pr portrayed by uh, rebels remember rex and the others lex is okay. rex isn't alone rex has other clones as well that cared about the jedi and just weren't lucky enough you know to that? remove their chips immediately How did because you know we that? see them they, of course they care, the but they, they, they are programmed to do that. All of them care. But when like when it was the time to, to execute Order 66, they did execute Order 66. It wasn't like Rex. Rex helped Ahsoka. He was imagine, holding back for a minute. If, imagine if it was like... He was sweating. He couldn't, he couldn't suit her. Yeah. Imagine that it was... Echo but like for four seconds, it was... No, it was something, like the, though. The other ones didn't even care. Imagine that it was Echo instead of Ahsoka. Okay? Echo would have... Instead, of, instead if, of Rex. If it was Echo and then it was Rex that was trying to shoot him, if Rex had an order to execute Echo, he wouldn't do it. I'm, I'm certain about that. Like, there is no way. I don't think that, either Echo would have suited Rex if, there, if he was ordered to. Because Echo now is special. Echo might not have right. the chip. Uh, we don't know that. Jesse, fives, another clone. No, that's that's what I'm saying. No, they would shoot Rex. They almost did that. They almost tried to kill them. Not just kill them. They they actually 
we're so close doing that. All right, we I think we disagree on that. Let's let's move on because we've passed the bad bets uh, a long way. Uh, to get things uh, back on track, uh, I think uh, every minute of Anakin in the arc was great because you know you have Anakin Prime right before events of you know with his emotions getting the best of him. You know by the end of the arc, even the villain. I think. Um, one phrase he says summarizes his whole character of this. I don't have such weaknesses. That was, yeah, that was know, great. Yeah, uh, it portrayed Anakin perfectly. You know, he's an regular Jedi. He doesn't go by the book. You know, he's not afraid we didn't to... see Vader for a minute. No. 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 We see Anakin. We still see Anakin, but we see, I think, that in she's this dark. development of Anakin, um, just like the development we see between episode 2 and episode 3, in like uh, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sea. We see Vader, though. Let's be clear. Vader is not that. Vader is even more cruel than that. So I wouldn't say we see Vader. I disagree. I think Vader killed Trent. When he killed Trent, he... that's Vader. No, no. If it was Vader there, he would have him. Uh, uh, what's the word? Suffer before trying to convince. You know, at first he was kind of uh, cooperative. You know, he tried to be don't you uh, excessive force. You know, before cutting, before cutting his arms, obviously. But then when he didn't cooperate, he got angry, obviously, and. He lost control. And, so and the, that was Vader. That, when he gets angry, I think that was a moment of Vader. No, the Vader no that, was, that was a moment that he wasn't thoughtful enough, I would say. He acted like out of anger, as most of the times Anakin does. Um, it's not Vader. He's trying to defend himself, and it's like the time like where uh, he started pissing like... Um, Anakin off by like his actions, and when he tried to electrocute him, Anakin was like, "Okay, I'm gonna kill you," and he killed him. Okay. I think it's not Vader. It's like Anakin. Anakin does Vader, that since the beginning. Mass- yeah, if it was Vader, would we? It would be more cruel. You know, even in Attack of the Clones, when his mother dies, he's uh, he acts out of anger, but that isn't Vader. Anakin. You know, Anakin is a, a guy who is cool every time, patient. It's, it, is a base, it is basically an angry guy who doesn't control his emotions, and that's why he, at the end, lose and everyone. To, and to be honest, if you compare the scene that you just mentioned with the one that you are mentioning, John, yeah. I would say um, Vader, we can see Vader more in Attack of the Clones. Way more than here. Yeah. Here, it's nothing. Like it's a small scene. It's a two-second thing. Like I think just, that in Attack of the Clones, Vader gets scene. over him. No, I just, I think that in Attack of the Clones, there is pure Vader for a few minutes on Tatooine when he kills the Sun People. That's pure debatable, Vader. and I would say course, yeah. there are some parts that I can see that, but here it's not even a conversation for me. 
All right, Same. we disagree. I think we should move on. I enjoyed, uh, uh, to, to be clear, I enjoyed Anakin here. He doesn't have, you know, that big of a part, but it's nice to see him and he has all those cool Anakin scenes that he has at the entire series. It's not something uh, worth mentioning further. So, want to talk a little bit about Echo? I want to say a few things. Go on. So, I really like Echo. Uh, and I even liked him before uh, Citadel, before he died. And I, his death was uh, emotional, of course, as we mentioned earlier. And when Citadel happened, it was a long time ago. It's season three. And it was a really interesting choice to bring him back. I didn't uh, expect it, you know, last year while watching the season. And I liked it. And when the, uh, you know, like the pod that they have Echo opens up and, you know, like uh, almost uh, almost dead Echo just goes out with the cables and the smoke coming out, it's freak. It's like scary. It's, it's you know like a small uh, horror film note there you know it's not scary scary not like a jump scare but it's you know it it gets you because you I like Deco and I feel bad for him at that scene and I didn't expect it to show it like that and I remember that the at the premiere of the episode we actually uh, watched it together with um, Alexis and Sakis it was great first of all. And I didn't see it coming. And I really, really liked what they did. So bringing back Echo was an interesting choice. And I can't wait to see more of him at the series, at the Bad Bad series. I'm actually curious what you expect. Uh, they would just uh, have him in a cell or something. Be obviously in a sort of... No, I, I didn't expect to bring back Echo. And it was, I didn't have enough time to think where would he be. You know, from the moment that uh, it's confirmed that Echo is alive, I I didn't. I was like, okay, if he's going to be alive, I thought he was going to be somewhere. But uh, it's okay to be in a pod. But the way they uh, they showed, the way they directed it, and the way they animated it, it was it had a horror note. Even the music that kind of writes amazing score, by the way, amazing score at the. We're going to talk about the movie uh, a little bit later, but. Amazing score at that scene where Echo comes out. Really, it to was a strange note, unique for Star Wars. We're not often doing that, you know, horror um, points. And uh, what was also great was uh, the way uh, the team worked together, uh, because everyone used their abilities. Uh, they uh, everyone uh, actually offered uh, brought something to the table. You had to take his gadgets and no and knowledge. You had to register with his physique and power. Uh, Hunter with his uh, uh, with his ability uh, with his ability to take out droids. You know. I I think that Hunter is kind of the leader. We hear that he has a. Um senses that he smells from far away he he sees uh, even further and stuff 
we're not seeing that in particular. We see him, you know, smelling like when they're uh, camping uh, at the planet, but we're not seeing him using it a lot. And I think we will see he we will see it very soon at the series. But he's the leader of the Bad Batch. Like, yes, I know that uh, Rex decides to, you know, take a little bit um, uh, on his own and, you know, uh, give some orders. But Hunter has the control of the team. If Hunter tells them, we're not following this idiot, we're doing on our own what we want, they're going to do it. Is he the leader? If Raker goes on his own, I don't think the others are going to follow him. Look, we can't say that for sure. Yeah, he... He's Hunter not... tells them, you know, do that technique. Do that, do that, do do, And that's when they win. That's not a leader. That's a dictator. But um, I must say, I'm not sure about that. Uh, I think he's a smart guy. He, he, yeah, he can lead them better than others. But... Is he the leader? We we can't say that. They may have like Yes. They yes, may all the have leader. the same like ability to lead each other. We haven't seen the Barbats yet. We've seen the Batbats arc in which Rex is the leader. Yeah, they respect him the most. They respect Hunter the most. But is he the leader? That's my question. And I'm not sure yet. I think we will have to see that on the on the upcoming um series that are like of Barbats. Uh, but I don't know. What do you think? About Hunter not being the leader of Bad Batch, I think you're completely wrong. I don't know what you're on about. Uh, I don't think you have seen uh, the the, uh, the arc. I, I don't know. I, I mean, we can clearly, clearly see that they respect him. And Tech, uh, Tech even says that he's the leader of the group. And I don't think we need any anything else to really... I don't remember I don't remember Tech saying that. But if he said that, yeah, I I can understand that he's the leader. But since I think he didn't say that, I I still believe that they respect him the most. I don't think he's acting as a true leader. I think they all have how can I say that? I think that they all they are they are all leaders in a way. So yeah, I don't think Hunter is the actual leader. Okay, so you think that they don't have a leader and they No, I do think they have yeah. a leader. Look, I don't think I think they all lead together. I don't think it's only Hunter. Yeah, that, that that's like what Rex. I mean. That, when when that Rex, I get Okay. When Rex is leading, it's Rex. Like, besides um, when he was with Echo, it was just Rex. Here, I well, think that well, they all, like, lead together, in a way. Except uh, Riker. I think he doesn't make any decisions. <laughs> <laughs> if Riker was in charge, it would have been Rebels. But, but <laughs> it would have been Rebels that. all over again. Yeah, well, you can't say that Rex is the leader, but he was the leader of uh, for one operation. He isn't the leader of Bad Bats. That that's why. I get I'm, what he's saying yeah. because he said that they respect him. Like, 
I can see uh, Hunter not being, you know, your typical best uh, leader like Leonardo or Capo, I don't know. Uh, but they respect him. And I think that in the first episode, Rex isn't in charge yet. But when the droids attack, Hunter tells them. Hunter tells them the plan. Hunter tells them, you are going to do that. You're going to do that. And that's how we win. He doesn't do it like, you know, the the regular uh, leader. And I would like him to start following that in the series. But I still think he's the leader. Even uh, if I... Even though I don't remember uh, Teko saying that he's the leader. I can see him saying, but I don't remember it. Uh, actually, in a moment, he calls him Sarge. He's, you know, sort of for, you know, he's a higher rank, a normal trooper. So, technically, he is a leader. So, like, really small detail, but... Uh, you know, it's in the more technical side. In the second episode, when they attack the tower, there is a really smooth sequence when the camera doesn't cut and goes all the way to the, through the battle, follows them till the end, the music stops, and you have seen an entire battle without cuts, like you are part of the team. And that's really good for the audience to be there within the action and understand it in a better way. And it was uh, a little bit unique to the ones we usually see at the Clone Wars. So I really liked that one. Okay, so something that I think it would be interesting to say is that what what do you guys think is going to happen on the next Bad Batch, like on the Bad Batch series? I think, I think this is a very, like, I think this scenario will probably happen. And that scenario is Cody will die. I don't know if many of you think that, but I think there is a huge, huge, huge possibility he will die. And I think it makes sense. Cody is like a person that was close to Rex. And we need to have that emotional like break throughout the Bad Bats. And I think we will. We will see Rex for sure, and I believe it's it would be very nice to see Cody dying. I don't know how he's going to die, if he's going to join them, if they are going to help him or whatever, but I I hope we will see him dying. I may be like, it, I don't know, I think that's a huge possibility and I would like to see that. And I don't think Cody will be joining. You know, right? It's about that because uh, I think he would be with the Empire because it wouldn't make sense to have a change of heart after the events of Order 66. That wouldn't be right for me personally. For most people, too. You know, he tried to kill his commander, but now he believes that the Empire and their orders are wrong. It just doesn't. So uh, I hadn't had the time to think about it too much and I don't think I'm going to analyze it that much because uh, it's not like I'm the hugest Star Wars fan that I really want to analyze it this much. I just want to enjoy the show. 
But what I was thinking is that because we saw Rex, I think that we will see Ahsoka. First of all, it's Filoni, and Filoni loves to have Ahsoka at everything he does. <laughs> he has two episodes in The Mandalorian, and one of them is the Ahsoka episode. And we know he's probably going to bring her back. And I would love to see Ahsoka again. But uh, I think that uh, the Cody theory that uh, Alex said is very, very possible. And I hadn't think of it. And I really like that. And I would love to see it because we haven't seen where Cody is after Revenge of the Sith. And I think the last we see of him is in uh, Utapa, right? Yeah, that's the last scene yeah. of Cody in Revenge of the Sea. Yeah. Um, I didn't think about it much. It was an idea that I just thought about, like, when I saw the... When I rewatched the episodes. But I think yeah, it would yeah. be very... I think there is a high possibility. And that also would be very, very nice. It would yeah, be nice to I would, I would to like see, to watch it as well. To see how, like, Cody dies. Since about Rex, I don't know. I don't know what to expect about Rex, to be honest with you. But let's not talk about that now. I don't think we will see a lot of Rex or a lot of Ahsoka. I just think she will be there for at least one episode. That's just uh, what I think. Do you think like it would be something like Mandalorian? Yeah. Well, Not a be. cameo I... like like Stanley passing yeah. by, or, but uh, I just think that she would have like an episode helping them or something. Yeah, that because makes sense. We see that, Rex that makes sense. at the trailer, and it's Filoni, and Filoni loves her. I really like her too. So it's she's my favorite. Oh, I think character. everyone likes everyone yeah. likes yeah. Ahsoka. I I want to see more of her, and I think we will see more of her. Yeah. At this show, because we know we will see more of her because she's getting her own, so yay. I don't know. I hope the animation. No, the animation should be good. It's not like Rebels. It's something that I didn't like about Rebels. But yeah, Rebels, since I you don't like the you don't like the art. Uh, you don't no, like no, no. the designs of Rebels. Rebels, Rebels yeah. art is disgusting. Let's not talk about Rebels. You don't like the art. No, no, no. I cannot again. Like uh, Rebels. Especially for the season, it's it has way better animation than okay. Clone Wars. The art style is disgusting. Yeah, you're yeah, talking, about, talking the about the art style. style. In terms of animation, uh, it's, it's not much better. It's not disgusting. I just don't like it. No, no, Bokatan, Anakin, Yoda, no, they are disgusting. Bokatan is not that bad. Fucking don't go there, don't go there. I, I mean, but it's not animation. It's something better, you know. You're overreacting. I think besides Yoda, yeah, Anakin... Bo-Katan for me in Rebels is lifeless. He's like a, 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 I don't know, a wax statue. You're overreacting. That's Whenever I see him, I, I don't know. I cannot. It's so skip cool. this, guys. It, it's all right. Don't, don't you're, you're a bit biased here. I don't think you're being completely honest. Just, just look at him. Sweet no. Jesus, stop! <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I need the lightsabers. <clears throat> Come on. I just no, mention no. it because you yeah, like con- confuse okay. animation with art style designs. Okay, uh, we can all agree it's not that good. Uh, like it's not as good as Clone Wars, but it's still very nice. And besides two or th- 
three like characters i really enjoy it it's not something bad yeah you you get used to it okay just like, i don't have a problem with it i really like it you get used to it at the beginning yeah of course everyone is like a bit uh what is that now like where is the art style of clone wars that was amazing and now you see that yeah at the beginning you're a bit like um okay but after a while you get used to it and i think you start to like it as well so, why yeah. are we analyzing rebels no because like i think it's something that everyone is like overreacting about yeah and I don't agree with that. I think that many people are... I think even you. Have you seen... Have you watched Clone uh, Rebels? Have you watched and Rebels? by you, you mean? No, no. He means I mean, me. I haven't Sagis, seen it. Yeah. I've only so, seen the, again, the couple I, of I'm scenes. A, I mean, the scene where Obi-Wan kills Maul is lovely, but the Obi-Wan look, is uh, nice. Again, nice if you plan, see but... the episodes, you will get used to it. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not that Maybe, bad. but when, uh, not... whenever I see Bo-Katan or uh, or yeah, Anakin... You may... that's, that's... Yeah, okay, I get that. You may not like Bo-Katan. I... It doesn't bother me, but I get what you're saying. Okay? But still, I think you will have to be more accepting there, because if you give it a try, I think you will get used to it, and at the end, you will start liking it as well. Maybe. I just mention it uh, to not confuse, you know, animation with art style because Rebels has far better animation than the Clone Wars. Just that. So, wanna go to the technical area and all that stuff? Yeah, do do your thing. All right. So, uh, this is one of the most interesting cases we're going to talk about in uh, you know the podcast because it's something that got released eight years after it was made i don't know if you guys know that i guess you know that it was uh, animated eight years ago but it was also voice recorded the voice recordings didn't happen now they were recorded all the way back in 2011 so yeah that's pretty interesting for me and you know uh the aspect ratio it's nothing uh too uh too interesting 2.35 to 1 like almost the entire clone wars series and the animation although it's a big uh jump from uh, season six it's still not the best thing in the world <laughs> it has its moments and uh, you know Lucasfilm isn't a company that does animation. The company uh, doesn't have, uh, not the resources, but they don't have the uh, experts to do that. So I don't blame them on that. It follows the art style that the entire Clone Wars series has. It's good at what it does. It's far better than uh, previous seasons. I, I enjoy it. It's not like my eyes are hurting, but it's not something that remarkable. Yeah, it's a big upgrade from uh, season six. The entire uh, seventh season. Music-wise, Kevin Kiner has an amazing score for the entire Clone Wars series. Rebels, everything that he does are, is amazing. And here is no exception. I really like uh, the Bad Bats uh, theme that he writes. I hope they keep it in uh, the TV show. Uh, the one you know the one releasing today and i uh, i want to hear more of it 
And I really like all the other scores that he writes for those four episodes with uh, the one I mentioned earlier, the one that plays when Echo comes out of the chamber, being my favorite one. Uh, Design-wise, uh, of course, the rest of them are practically the same, only Anakin, you know, has the different long hair, which is, you know, more accurate because we're almost to Revenge of the Sith. Um, the, the new designs are basically uh, the Bad Batch, which all four have very interesting designs, new designs that we will see uh, more of uh, at the series. I like all of them. I think it uh, it shows really well what each member of the group, you know, uh, is about. Like Wrecker is, you know, kind of bigger and tech has all the tech stuff on his uh, helmet and his hands. And... All of them are unique in their own way, not just uh, character-wise and what they do, but design-wise as well. So that was really nice. Uh, the actors do a good job. The job that they do in theater Clone Wars series, I don't think there is any, um, you know, uh, actor worth mentioning for something very, very special here. I like what uh, they do. Unfortunately, the sound is a Dolby Digital track. This is happening because there hasn't been an official disc release. That's the problem with streaming services and Disney Plus. And if you have, uh, if you don't have anything else to add to, you know, the technical stuff, I think we can move forward to our uh, ratings, right? Yeah, sure. Yes. Let me begin since I was uh, already talking. Although. I liked, you know, the different, you know, a little bit of racism, a little bit of trust, all those messages. I think they were uh, unique. I like what they did here. I have a kind of a big problem with the arc. The fact that uh, if you watch it a lot of times, because this was like the fourth time I watched it, it gets kind of uh, boring at some point. Like I would have made it like an episode shorter. Uh, like three episodes would have been perfect for it. Uh, I think that there are some things, you know, uh, around uh, the battles that are not that important. That village fight, it just takes way too long for what it is. And at, at some point, you don't really care about that. You mostly want to see, uh, you know, the uh, the Bad Bats doing uh, their own stuff and Echo and Anakin. And the village is kind of thrown in for no reason. I like that we have a little bit of Mayu, a little bit of Obi-Wan, a little bit of Anakin. Even the scene with Anakin and Padme is one of my favorites. I think that it really gets me, so I'm gonna give it a 6.5 out of 10. So there is a technical issue with Alex's voice, but his overall score is 7 out of 10. Let's move on. And I will give it a 7. I mean, it was good, but it wasn't something really special, so I'll give it a 7. Although I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and a clone fan, a clone one's far, uh, everything like related to Star Wars is close to perfect. I would say that this arc is not the best we've seen. Uh, it's very interesting, and it's nice that we see Echo, we see like Cody and Rex, as I've mentioned previously. But again, I think 
um, it's not something spectacular. So I would give this arc a 7.5 out of 10. So if we add them all up together, we get a score of 35 out of 50, which is, I think, a very good score. Yeah, so. All right. So thank you very much for listening to another Movie City Podcast episode. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media. Link in the description down below. If you're listening to this on Spotify, consider following. If you're listening to this on YouTube, subscribe and hit that notification bell to be the first to be notified when new videos go public. You can join our Discord server. We have tons of fun there. We have special events that we are planning and you will be able to learn what the movie of the week will be way before the actual episodes and talk about the movie with other people and, you know, share your opinions on it. And if you're lucky and we like what you're saying and think that you can fit in, you maybe join us as a guest at some point. Uh, also, our personal social medias are done in the description down below. Thank you very much for listening once more. Happy May the 4th. We will see you all next time.